1: And here we are, we have finally reached the kill zone for Super Bowl 50. I say that because it is Thursday, it is Three Dog Thursday, and God knows we're still going to hype this game all over the place, all over the world for the next couple of days before we actually play the game on Sunday evening in Santa Clara, California. We are here, though, with a purpose, a purpose to have fun and around the Super Bowl and to give you some underdogs. I am your host. T.J. Reeves, we've got our guests lined up. Uh, A little bit later on, we'll hear from Wayne Curtis of SmackApparel and SmackApparel.com, the founder, the owner, one of our sponsors on this show. He's going to give some Super Bowl insight and predictions. Of course, the Denver Broncos are the underdog. Will Wayne be taking them in the game? And also, we're going to ask the same thing of one of our other guests, our expert, our senior handicapper and writer from VegasInsider.com. Here he is, Kevin Rogers, with me to open up this first segment of 3-Dog Thursday uh, are you ready for them to play the game like I am and like I think everybody else is? I'm, I'm done with the talking and the hype. Let's get to the game, right? Hello there.
0: Hi, TJ. No, I want one more month of hype. I, I, we, we haven't talked about this game enough. We, we need to stretch this out until March
1: especially the whole, is this Peyton Manning's last game? Uh, You know, uh, Cam Newton, what did he really mean with all of his comments? Uh, Is the first television ad going to be chips, beer, or an automobile? Can we just play the game? Let's get to the game. I think you agree with me on that.
0: I I do. And uh, obviously, there's a lot of storylines, you know, with this game, with, you know, obviously, number one is this Peyton Manning's last game. And, you know, you look at Cam Newton, and I kind of find it interesting. And forget about all the race stuff and, and everything else, and all the other propaganda that's being thrown around about him. That I look at Carolina, and I say, yes, they've won three straight division titles, but it's hard to get back to the Super Bowl. You know, this goes back to what we've seen in baseball, like with the Washington Nationals. They thought, oh well, you know, Steven Strasburg, you know, they can get back at you know any time. And it's like this is not going to be easy. Like for Cam Newton. This is an opportunity to win a Super Bowl because if he doesn't win it, I don't know if Carolina can get back again next year or the next few years. It just goes to show you that in this sport, you really have to take advantage of the opportunity if you're getting to a championship. For Cam Newton, if he wins it, great. You know, and, and that's really uh, you know an option his belt early in his career. But if not, there's no guarantee this team is going back
1: again next year. Well, and it's a good point that you make. I mean, I know you're in South Florida. The the old Dan Marino one, when Marino and the Dolphins had that incredible '84 season and went to the Super Bowl and lost to the Forty ers All the talk and all the thought process was he's going to be there several more times. You know this, Kevin. He never got back. Hall of Fame career, never played in the Super Bowl again. After year two, as an example, and you also know this about me in the audience, I think somewhat does, uh, also that I work with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Thirteen years ago, Buccaneers wipe out the Oakland Raiders in their Super Bowl appearance uh, with one of the all-time great defenses that year, Warren Sapp, uh, Derek Brooks, John Lynch, who's on the Hall of Fame ballot this weekend, Tony Dungy, who's on the Hall of Fame uh, ballot, helped build that team. They get to the Super Bowl. John Gruden coached that team. Mike Allstad on that team. Win the Super Bowl never been back hasn't Buccaneers haven't Kevin won a playoff game since that Super Bowl win to your point of how elusive this is to get back to the game
0: I still can't believe you just said 13 years ago that the Buccaneers (laughs) won the Super Bowl I just can't like it just doesn't seem like that long ago but it's hard I mean it really is And, and and a lot of I think the worst part is the difference is just throwing out just an example just to you know make some kind of comparison with that Tampa Bay team, it was a veteran team, and they seized the opportunity there, and they took care of business. I think what a lot of people think of with young teams, you know, like with a young quarterback like Cam Newton, is oh, they'll be back again. You know, right. Like look at Aaron Rodgers, and look and look at Green Bay that they got to the Super Bowl that was five years ago against Pittsburgh, and they haven't gotten back. They've had a 15 and one season, and they lost to the Giants. They had. You know, the game last year, they lose to Seattle. They've had all these overtime losses that it's very hard to get back there, no matter how great your quarterback is. So this really is an opportunity for Carolina that if they, you know, if they could win this, great. But if not, I just don't see in the NFL anymore. I mean, we even saw with Seattle, yeah, they went two straight years to the Super Bowl, But even two, I think, is almost stretching in today's
1: NFL. Yeah, it's hard to do. All right, more on the game specifically and the fun with the props that we're going to have here uh, besides just the underdogs. But you and I want to talk a little basketball real quick. It is Three Dog Thursday, some Thursday night college hoop lines are out uh just real quick what a phenomenal saturday that we saw the big 12 and sec challenge where oklahoma won the game dramatically in the final seconds with ben simmons and lsu after simmons and lsu had the double digit lead in the second half and then boy that that kentucky kansas game knockdown, down drag out looked more like an elite eight or final four game and kansas won that in overtime so that's kind of wetting our appetite as we move more into college basketball in the upcoming weeks on three dog thursday the, those games did a great job of getting everybody ready for for March and the upcoming uh, college basketball crowning of a champion
0: yeah they did and uh, you know like we talked about last week it was uh, it was a good thing for college basketball uh, this SEC big 12 challenge because you had a lot of really good matchups you know Kentucky Kansas obviously and you know you mentioned the Oklahoma LSU game with two standout players going at it and a great finish and you know, you had a lot of really good matchups and this was a good time of the year to have it. And, you know, I've, I've talked about in the past that for as good as the ACC big 10 challenges, it just gets lost in December. That's the problem with it, where they almost, you almost wish they would put that later in the season to kind of showcase those matchups more when people are paying attention to college basketball. And this really worked out well, where you were able to have a lot of good matchups. So you know, it was a nice little break I think for all those teams to get away from their conference rivals for a day and now get back to their back get back to their normal schedule, but uh, it really was a good thing cuz now we're getting closer to March.
1: No doubt. Voice of Kevin Rogers, senior handicapper writer vegasinsider.com. We love his insight on Three Dog Thursday. Uh, as we now get ready to talk about a couple of college basketball games for tonight. You're going to go first, and you're going to go Pac-12, I do believe. What do you you like for a Pac-12 college basketball underdog?
0: You look at the Utah Utes taking on the Oregon State Beavers, and these two teams met last month, and actually Oregon State was up by 11 at halftime at Utah. The Utes came back and won that game, and that's actually spurred a nice little winning streak for the Utes of late, but uh, you know, look at Oregon State, and they're getting three and a half in this game. You know, never an easy place to go. Utah can look ahead to Oregon, where it's a big revenge spot for the Utes after they were blown out by the Ducks uh, last month when those teams played in Salt Lake. Now, you know, you look at this game where it's kind of a trap, I think, for for Utah. Oregon State is three and zero straight up or straight up in, against the spread as a home underdog so far in Pac-12 play, they beat Oregon at home. They beat Cal at home. They beat USC at home. So those are some pretty quality teams that they knocked off in Corvallis. So, uh, I like Oregon State here uh, and kind of a look-ahead spot for Utah to uh, take the points of the Beavers.
1: And the Beavers have Gary Payton II, the, the son of, who has played uh, pretty well. Christovia's team, though, one of the better teams in the Pac-12. They also have an out-of-conference win over Duke on a neutral floor. So that's a fascinating game on Thursday night. All right, so I will dip my toe in on the college basketball in the deep end of the pool here on Three Dog Thursday. I like Texas A&M. Uh, they are getting a point. Uh, I know the Vegas insider line may actually have it morphed as a pick 'em, the consensus line, but I'm seeing that they're getting a point, uh, uh, several different places. So that technically makes them an underdog. And I think a lot of people are sleeping on the fact that this may be the second best team in the SEC. They may end up winning the regular season in the SEC. Everybody's talking Kentucky, Simmons and LSU or Florida or South Carolina. This this team with Jalen Jones, uh, who can score. He's a low post player. He can also handle the ball some and shoot it. Uh, I know Vanderbilt's got some shooters, uh, Kevin. They play in that quirky Memorial Gymnasium where the benches are on the end of the court because some of the seats are down below court level, and they don't have the benches on the sides, so it's difficult sometimes to communicate here. But a And M got the win in, in the uh, the Big Twelve SEC Challenge over Iowa State. Uh, They have a couple of other quality wins. They beat Florida at home. I think they get this win over Vandy in Nashville on Thursday night. So are you going to scoff at me taking a one-point underdog on three-dog Thursday?
0: No. I actually am on the other side of this. I actually kind of like Vandy, even though I understand Vandy's been one of the biggest disappointments in college basketball this year. And you look at Texas A&M, yes, they're coming off a good win over Iowa State. Their last road game they lost uh, at Arkansas last week and they've had a couple squeakers on the road coming back to beat Tennessee and also having a one-point win at Mississippi State so really they've been I mean yeah they're going to be a team that's going to be tough in the tournament to uh, knock out but I think on the road especially like you mentioned Vandy's a weird place to play yep. and Vandy's actually had success at home uh, in the SEC they've won three straight after losing to LSU in their opener so I'm, I, I'm actually on the other side not for Th- these purposes, but uh, just in general. So I guess good luck to you on that one.
1: Good luck on A&M on Thursday. Okay, let's get to that game, Super Bowl 50, and we're going to have fun with a couple of the prop questions that are out there. You can bet on just about anything uh, uh, legally in Vegas that has to do with this game and, of course, anywhere else that you're allowed uh, to wager on this. But for Three Dog Thursday purposes, the Broncos are the underdogs. So, do you take Peyton Manning one more time in what could be his final game Sunday? Are you taking the Broncos? And if so, what's the rationale? Go for it.
0: I do like the Broncos. I rode them uh, two weeks ago against New England in the AFC Championship. Nice pun. Yeah.
1: Love the pun. Keep going. Yes, you rode the Broncos. Thank Keep you. going. Yes. Hey,
0: thank you very much on that. And um, I like him again here for a couple of reasons. Uh, this is Peyton Manning's fourth Super Bowl in his career. It's the first time he's an underdog. And. Obviously, a lot of the talk, you know, like we said before, that this could be his last game, and you would uh, definitely assume if they win that he's probably done. If he loses this game, I don't know how he can go back for another season to try to win it. I just think that it's the last one, regardless of uh, what the result is. Agreed. But, you know, I look at the numbers across the board Denver is better defensively than Carolina. Carolina had one really good win away from Bank of America Stadium, and they had to come from a double-digit deficit to beat Seattle earlier in the season. But past that, a lot of their big wins are at home, that they beat Green Bay at home, Seattle, Arizona, and they forced a bunch of turnovers. They jumped out to these big leads against these teams and just kind of sat on them the rest of the way. And that's the way, you know, I feel like if Denver can be successful – just don't turn the ball over. Peyton hasn't turned the ball over in his two playoff wins. And just take the lead, not a big lead, but just take the lead and see if Carolina can come back. If Carolina jumps out to a 14-0 lead, I think Denver's got no shot in this game. But if Denver can get up maybe 10-0 or 10-3 and just kind of stay there, and, you know, I think that Denver, I mean, for my purposes, just need them to cover. But I think if they get to that, I think that Carolina won't run off 21 straight points. So I just think that Denver with, you know, a sound running game two standout receivers, they have better offense. See this thing with Carolina, Carolina has Cam, who's the best offensive player out there. But then I think Denver's got the next couple best offensive players uh, out there if you were to rank them. I just look at it that way. And Carolina has done this with smoke and mirrors in a way offensively by not having the best receiver. Greg Olson's had a really good season at tight end, but, Cam has run the ball. Cam hasn't thrown for 4,000 yards. He hasn't had great yardage numbers this year. Uh, He's reached the end zone a bunch. The defense is really good, but also this defense, they've taken advantage of turnovers. Let's see what they do if they don't get interceptions and fumbles. If Peyton doesn't make mistakes, that's the key. he doesn't make mistakes, they have an excellent shot to cover this game. If he throws three interceptions, they're done.
1: Yeah, and he didn't throw interceptions in the two games at home, and you make a good point. Carolina blew out my Buccaneers in the regular season finale to clinch home field. Blew blew away uh, Seattle in the first half, let the Seahawks come back. Blew out uh Arizona, basically beginning to end in that game, all at home. Now they venture to a neutral site, to your point, and let's see if that continues even with the week in between uh, on that. So you like the Broncos. Hey, give me a quick 20-second answer here. We speculated last week that the line would grow from the 4.5 area. It has grown to 6. Do you think it may go higher than that as the public continues to favor Carolina before kickoff Sunday?
0: I think it'll probably close around like five and a half. They don't think they want it on six necessarily. I don't think they want to have to push it if it gets to that. I, I would say it'd probably close around like five
1: and a half. Interesting. Interesting on a uh, on, man-made. May it grow to six and a half? You don't think it'll be that much uh, for the line? Who knows, right? It's always I, important. I don't think
0: so. I, I just don't believe it'll, it'll get that high because I think that people will see there's too much value there in Denver.
1: Maybe so. All right, now one thing we're going to do. Again, Kevin Rogers with me in this segment. It's Three Dog Thursday. Kevin, the senior handicapper and writer from VegasInsider.com. We love his insight. We've got a couple of minutes left. We're going to have fun with a couple of prop bets, and you can bet on just about anything from the coin toss to how long Lady Gaga is going to sing the national anthem, whatever you want to bet on in this game. There seems to be a line on it somewhere online or in Vegas. So let's, uh, let's you and I have fun with a couple of prop bets. What do you like for a prop bet for this game? Fire away, Commander.
0: I actually like a cross sport bet. I, I think those are more fun in a sense that you, you can get more involved as opposed to saying, "Oh, will Peyton Manning throw for X amount of yards?" Yes or you know over under. I don't. I find those kind of boring. That I like the cross sport. It makes it a little more fun. And one of them that I like uh, is Kevin Durant minus six and a half points. Uh, Oklahoma City plays Golden State on Saturday, so obviously you'll know going into Sunday what you need. Uh, Kevin Durant minus six and a half points versus. Peyton Manning completions, so basically just for the layman's terms, just so people understand, if Kevin Durant scores 30 points on Saturday against Golden State, that means you would need Peyton Manning to complete 23 passes or fewer to win that bet if you took Kevin Durant. Now, obviously, if Kevin Durant finishes with 30 points and Peyton has 27 completions, and you took Kevin Durant minus 6.5, you lose. So I guess more of my rationale behind that is Peyton hasn't completed more than 21 passes, I believe, in his last six games or so. And I think that they're not going to throw the ball that much. You know, you know, you would think if Carolina takes a big lead, Peyton would throw the ball a lot. But I don't think that'll be the case, that they'll be a little more conservative, and Kevin Durant can obviously go off for, you know, even if he went off for 30, 34 points, then I think you're in really good shape. Obviously, if Durant scores like 20 or so,
1: Uh you're you're
0: in hot water. But, you know, he's a guy that that can score. And for Peyton Manning, you know, he could complete 15 passes in the game. Uh, that, That can happen. They can also win the game. But I just don't see Peyton completing 40 passes on
1: Sunday. All right. So that's the rationale. Uh, for that. So Kevin Durant's point total going to be greater than Peyton Manning with the completions. I I like one of the golf crossovers. I'm going to go Rory McIlroy in the Omega Dubai Desert Classic. I even got the sponsor in. That is the European Tour event over in the Middle East. They have already completed play on Thursday, and Rory shot an opening round 68. He played well in the previous event over there in the desert uh, a couple of weeks ago. I think think he's going to shoot somewhere, probably Probably in the high 60s. And I'm going to take Rory McIlroy's score against Emmanuel Sanders receiving yards because I don't think Sanders is going to have a very big day from Peyton Manning. If he gets some completions, it's going to be the tight ends or the backs or Demarius Thomas or somebody else. Uh, I think uh, Sanders as the deep threat of the downfield threat will be locked down by Carolina. I think McIlroy's score is going to end up being better than the yardage total of Emmanuel Sanders for one of those prop bets on Sunday, because I just don't see Sanders having a big day. And I think McElroy may win this golf tournament, this Euro PGA Tour event, and might shoot somewhere in the mid-60s in the final round Sunday. So there, I'm going golf Super Bowl for my prop bet, Kevin Rogers.
0: See, you want to have some fun with it. That's what it is, and that's what it's all about. It's is, is having fun with that as opposed to saying what color the Gatorade's going to be. I think that's a
1: ridiculous one. <laughs> yeah, that is a ridiculous uh, prop. What is not ridiculous is there's still time to get lots of great information on Super Bowl 50, all the basketball that we're talking about, and much more, including the golf, if you care, and any other sport. Kevin, tell them more about it from VegasInsider.com.
0: Yeah, it's our final football game of the season, and we got a lot of great articles that we're posting that you can check out. Um, I'm working on Advantage Carolina, Advantage Denver, so you can see based on the arguments on both sides. We also have, also have Advantage Over, Advantage Under. So we have uh, we also are going to prop bets from a lot of our handicappers. The 10 most popular you know, in-game prop bets that we'll uh, we'll have there as well that you can peruse, and then obviously college basketball and the NBA. We have – that's going to be really uh, heating up now after Sunday. So we have that before baseball season starts in a few months. So it's really busy now, VegasInsider.com. You can check out our Twitter feed as well at TwitVI.
1: And check out this man at V.I. Rogers on Twitter. Always follow this show as well at Three Dog Thursday. Good luck with your underdogs. A Thursday night college hoop underdog in Oregon State. He is taking the Broncos and the six points now for Super Bowl 50 and what we believe will be Peyton's last game win or lose. And then I like the prop with Kevin Durant's points versus Peyton Manning's completions. We'll see how that works out. Kevin, I always love your insight. Uh, they're going to finally play the game on Sunday. We're both grateful for that. Thank you for the time here. And uh, good luck with the underdogs.
0: Thank you, two people.
1: We got much more on the way. Stay with us. Ever dreamed of a way to video chat one-on-one with famous former athletes, coaches, and other big names in the sports world? Well, now you can with a brand new online communication service called Talk to Legends. The Talk to Legends mobile platform is available right now for free in the iOS Apple Store. And it puts you just a couple of clicks away from connecting by video to your sports heroes in a five-minute person-to-person conversation on your iPhone or iPad. Yes, it's as easy as registering and then picking a time to Talk to your legend. There are hundreds of former athletes from all sports, including the NFL, the NBA, Major League Baseball, college sports, the Olympics, MMA, and more. And they're ready to talk to you in a scheduled video conversation through Talk to Legends. Talk to Legends is coming soon to Android devices, too. But for now, go to the iOS Apple Store and download the app for free. Then check out the schedule and start communicating via video chat with your favorite legends. It's time for you to Talk to Legends. dogs
0: a-barkin who will get it done this week three dog thursday now continues here again is t.j reed
1: oh we do roll on they're about to play super bowl 50 in santa clara california and our thanks there to kevin rogers senior handicapper and writer for vegasinsider.com we were going over all those prop bets he was going over that saturday night game with the warriors and the thunder and the kevin durant will have more points than peyton manning's completions you know that I like that game, too, because it has another prop bet, Steph Curry's points, and he scored 51 points on Wednesday night. I think Steph Curry may score a ton of points against the Thunder. In fact, I think he's going to outscore the Carolina Panthers on Sunday, so give me that as a prop bet. I don't think Carolina's going to keep up with Curry and score 35 or 40 points. I think they might be somewhere around 20 or 25 points. So I like that as one of the prop bets that we were just talking about with all the various ones. So there you go on Three Dog Thursday. Without further delay, let's bring in another one of our guests. He's not been with us uh, last week because he was traveling, doing well, uh, selling some product for Smack Apparel and SmackApparel.com. The founder, the owner, one of our sponsors on Three Dog Thursday is Wayne Curtis back with us. Happy Super Bowl week uh, to you. I'm glad your travels went well, and it's good to have you back on the show here.
2: Well, thank you, thank you. It's it is it is good to be back, and I do agree with you on that prop bet. <laughs> although I w- I don't make such uh, crazy bets uh, <laughs> for the that's for the true. Uh, One thing gambling, I know.
1: Uh, One thing I know. Wayne Curtis in the day could shoot it, but I don't know that you could shoot it like Steph Curry. The guy no, is he- unreal, Wayne. So how do you go against him shooting the ball and scoring points?
2: He, you know what he's. Uh, what's neat about him is that a lot of people said, you know. If he walked out of the house next door, you'd just think he was your neighbor and, you know, was an engineer or something. But, uh, yeah, that guys uh, he's, uh he has uh, overplayed the predictions of his talent. And uh, I'm not a huge NBA fan. I watch a lot more as it gets a little closer and a little more worthwhile. You know, I watch the big games. Uh, right. Golden State played, Cleveland I watched. But, uh, but yeah, he is uh, – He's a he's a worldwide talent. I mean, he's one of those guys that you know. You and I are got a couple years on us. I mean, when I was young and uh, or younger, you know, there were certain players you just had to watch. When Herschel Walker was at Georgia, oh, even though I wasn't a Georgia fan, right, had to watch him. A little bit older, uh, from Barry Sanders. You know, most people only saw him for the one season at Oklahoma State because he backed up Thurman Thomas, and then when he, of course, he killed our Buccaneers all the time. <laughs> He was a guy with had the lions, know, Michael Jordan, Larry Bird. Yeah, Laird, yeah. Uh, but Steph Curry, yeah, and I even say OJ. Man, when I was a kid, OJ was a, was a, was a, was fun to watch. Um, no well, other comment you could, on OJ though. But, yeah, uh. but
1: you could go down the list. I mean, when Ali was fighting, they all watched. We all watched yeah, when Frazier, Ty, when right, when yeah. Ty, when Tyson fought. You had to watch back in the day when Tiger Woods was was destroying the golf field. You had to watch, and you're getting to that point now. With what is Curry going to do next? And how many games are they going to win? Are they going to smash the Bulls record? And how many games are they going to win? Are they going to repeat? So you're right. It's almost, it's almost must see TV. So that's kind of the appetizer Saturday night when they play Oklahoma City for the game on Sunday. So let's get your thoughts. Uh, I know you uh, around Smack Apparel World call it the big game. We won't call it the other thing. So for the big game on Sunday, Broncos and Panthers. Do you agree with Kevin and me, win or lose? This is Peyton Manning's last game. What do you think?
2: Gosh, it sure should be. I I think he will. I think, you know, I mean, it it seems like when you see him warming up, he's grimacing. So, um, boy, he's had a magical career. I know the, uh, you know, the competitor, you always want to go out on top. And, of course, you know, he's playing at Denver where the last. uh, legendary quarterback could never seem to get it quite done even though he was absolutely phenomenal player in John Elway. And then of course as we all know with a little running game and good defense, uh John Elway in his in his later years slowing a little bit, losing a little zip on the ball, won two Super Bowls. Uh so I know that's killing Peyton. He'd love to go out that way. Um but I, I say win or lose, he I, I think he will retire. I think if he wins, I think he'll make the announcement soon uh, if he loses i think he'll you know you'll see it in a month or so he'll he'll make that choice but that's my uh if i were a gambling man that's what i think oh does. i think he will I, do and i think he should do
1: i think uh he's at the end at 39 years of age i think it's lunacy to think that physically he can hold up for another season he couldn't physically hold up for this season It works out that Osweiler came in, and you know this, Wayne, as the backup quarterback and won some games they had to win to get them into the playoffs and get them home field advantage. He won with the defense, yes, in the running game. He won in these playoff games, and now let's just see if he goes out on top like Elway did at the the very end with that same Denver Bronco uh, team. All right, so on the other side, Carolina. We were talking in the last segment before you came on, destroying... Uh, but really, the first half, yes. The Seahawks made it a game in the second half, but they they're up thirty-one, nothing on the Seahawks. Destroy Arizona in the in the AFC Championship or the NFC Championship game. So those are two home wins. How concerned should Carolina fans be that it's now been an extra week and this is now a neutral site game? You know, for momentum's sake, you maybe wanted to play last week if you're Carolina with the way that they had been playing. What do you make of that? That this. This could have an effect on them that they've waited an extra week, they're not at home, and Denver may hang in the game, not just because of their defense, but because of that. What do you think?
2: Well, I mean, certainly that's always the case. I always find that the case a lot of times in the college football, you know, national championship before the playoff, because it was six, seven weeks before they played, and teams that you thought were just going to uh, annihilate them, uh, the other team would play uh, disjointed. And, of course, the only Super Bowl I was ever at, was the heavily favored 18 and0 Patriots, and of course everybody and our mothers thought they were going to wall up uh, the New York Giants and somehow you know the Patriots maybe didn't play quite as well and the, uh, the Manning uh, younger brother and his team played inspired and they, they of course uh, beat the Patriots. So you know I mean certainly you know the, the pressure could get to them. you don't know. I mean they' have been there before. You know, when you get out ahead early, it's easy to just kind of yawn and sure. think you're going to do it to everybody. When the, If the game, you know, rolls into the start of the fourth quarter and it's, you know, a few one-possession game, you know, younger teams sometimes uh, tend to press, particularly quarterbacks. In the well, and an let's amazing see. Count, but,
1: let's see. Know, the mental
2: part, you never know. But, of course, you know, Peyton's under a lot of pressure, too, so.
1: Well, and, and let's uh, see if, if it, it is a close game. I like your point. If let's see how Carolina re- reacts, because really they blew out the the previous two playoff opponents. They kind of hung on against Seattle, but they completely blew out Arizona. I think it's a good point. I got about ninety seconds here, so you're taking the Broncos for three dog Thursday purposes. Do you like the six I points? I believe
2: they've got they've got the six points. I'm taking them, uh, and uh, we'll see. You know, I don't know if anyone knows this, but uh, Peyton Manning never did beat Steve Spurrier, so. Uh, that was one thing he could never check off his list, and now he has won a Super Bowl. But uh, it would be neat to see him go out a winner. So would, I'm, I'm kind of pulling for him, although if I had to pick win or lose straight up, I'd I'd have to pick Carolina. But I think uh, the defense of Denver will keep it close. Peyton will have a, a good game, and uh, I'll win my bet with a, a six-point six uh, dog. A six-point
1: dog on, on top. that. Yeah. I like that. we got about 60 seconds left. Again, Wayne Curtis here, SmackApparel, SmackApparel.com, and you will have... A big game post game championship shirt, maybe a tribute to Peyton Manning if they're a winner, maybe a Carolina themed shirt real quick at SmackApparel.com?
2: Yeah, I mean, especially if Carolina, you know, beats them down, uh we might have to do something about the super beatdown tour or something along those lines. You know, what we like to do is reflect what actually happened in the game years ago when uh, if you guys recall Baltimore was in New Orleans, the lights went out and they like <laughs> forgot who they beat, but we did a turn out the lights, the party's over and it was kind of a cool They beat the 49ers game.
1: right that day. All right. That, 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 yeah, in our
2: Bro Bowl One shirt that we did. Mama always liked me best.
1: Yes. All right, so we'll look for maybe a Manning shirt or a Panther shirt, and again, then go to SmackApparel.com as soon as the game is over. Follow them on Twitter as well at SmackApparel and see what happens. Wayne, good luck with the Broncos in the big game Sunday. We'll see if it is Peyton Manning's last game. We thank you for the time on Three Dog Thursday. All right, TJ. Thank you so much. There is Wayne Curtis. That'll do it for this edition of the show. I didn't take the Broncos as an underdog. We got all the other prop bets. Our thanks also to Kevin Rogers for being with us. I'm TJ Reeves. We will talk to you post-Super Bowl 50 on Three Dog Thursday. Bye.